Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Well, how about that for a Christmas present? So the Jets finally winners, 30-28 to 28 after, my goodness, what, what a choke job that would have been. And Justin Freed will be on later, and me, Mike Luciano, on the Jet Press Podcast. Boy, we would have been screaming and yelling and hooting and hollering, and how could this have possibly happened on Christmas Eve of all days? And then all of a sudden, here come the Jets, a valiant effort right at the end. Trevor Simeon was not particularly amazing, but – Good enough when he needed to be. Thank God for Brees Hall. 32 touches, just under 200 total yards for the game. Finds the end zone a couple of times. And that's really going to be, I think, the bulk of the discussion because that was that was as wild a game as you're going to see for two eliminated teams, one 4-10 and 10 team, one 5-9 and nine team, who were still going at it. So thank you for joining us on Christmas Eve, wherever you may be, however you're listening whether you're celebrating Christmas Eve with your family or not. Thank you so much. As always, you can find us on, on Apple Podcasts, Podcast, Spotify, Overcast, all the podcast spots. We are there. We are also on YouTube and TikTok. Both of them are at the Jet Press. You can subscribe there. You can leave a like. It really does help for the stream, the likes on the stream. It really does help. Let's just get right into it because this was a game that originally I was a little stressed about just because I thought something really stupid and embarrassing was going to happen because it's the Jets and stupid and embarrassing things happen all the time with the Jets. I'm like, oh my God, they're just going to get crushed. 
I'm not going to, this is going to be unbelievable. And then Trevor Simeon and Brees Hall and this defense right out of the gate. I mean, their first couple scores, they didn't even run a play in their own territory. It was just forcing turnovers and ball control and running the rock hard. This was, it was a quintessential how the Jets should play or what Robert, how Robert Sala wants the Jets to play. It was like that first quarter. It was fat. I mean, Sam Howell's not any good. I mean, we learned that Sam Howell's not any good in this game, and that certainly helped. Six of 22 with two interceptions. We'll get into the defense a little bit later, but I'm like, this is unbelievable. Garrett Wilson cooking. Brees Hall, you can make a case. I know that the circumstances are obviously not in his favor, but this was as good a game as you're going to see from Brees Hall. I mean, 32 touches, just under 200 yards, two touchdowns, big plays, chunk plays, running hard up the middle. This is all exactly what we wanted to see from Brees Hall, and it's good to see him finally get back on the horse after kind of a rough stretch. There was a lot of, you know, two-yard per carry, three-yard per carry games that are not fitting of a player with his talent. And then what do you know? All it takes is the 32nd-ranked defense with the most fired man in existence, Ron Rivera. I don't know why they don't fire him after this game. Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio having been fired already the defensive coordinator. They're just playing out the string. This is a Washington team that is just did not give much resistance on the defensive end. The only time that they really played well on defense, it just it didn't even wasn't even necessarily because of their great scheming. It just looked like they were playing great defense because Trevor Simeon was handing him the ball again. And Simeon's not any good. We, we're well aware of this. He drops the snap. That leads to points. He throws an interception. That leads to points. This is, the, the, the Jets got a little lucky. I'm going to say it too. They got a little lucky because the, the end of the game, I don't know what happened. I know Jacoby Brissett's okay. I know he's a good quarterback for what he is, you know, a high-end backup, maybe the best of the backups. But, I mean, he looked like he was Joe Theismann, just slicing and dicing and making throws on the move, keeps moving the ball with big chunk plays. I, I know the penalties were ridiculous, especially that one on DJ Reed, but wasn't all penalties. You also had some plays. If they lost this game, even though there have been rumors that Robert Sala is safe, Nathaniel Hackett is safe, Joe Douglas is safe. I don't if you lose that game, I don't care how it happens. It's one of those things where you're like, okay, we got to reconsider. And then luckily they got bailed out at the end. Trevor Simeon and Greg Zerline. Shout out Greg Zerline. If he's not in the Pro Bowl then I don't know. There's no point in having the Pro Bowl because that is a Pro Bowl kicker making big kick after big kick. That's what you want from your kicker to make things in that situation. It I, I didn't really change my evaluation of Robert Sala and Joe Douglas and Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, we know our thoughts on the Jet Press podcast have already been well expunged. We know that we both generally like Robert Sala. We both are kind of out on Joe Douglas and Nathaniel Hackett. The fact he's employed is a sin right now. We get all that. But, man, that just looked like a team that was ready to quit at the end to an embarrassing fashion against a bad team and a backup quarterback, and they hung on. They got a little lucky, but they hung on, and you got to give them credit for that. So let's just turn it over to you guys really quick. As Brian Sternbeck, our resident statistician in chat, says, per Albert Breer, the Jets win today, clinched a fourth-place finish for the Patriots for the first time in 23 years. I am thrilled for that because the Jets have been in fourth place for so long and the Patriots have been in first or second pretty much in perpetuity for the last two decades. Finally, nice to see them have to eat crow and struggle with the rest of the schlups on the back of the Greyhound in the NFL. It's 
it's kind of fun. Now, I can't even enjoy it as much as a Jets fan because, oh, what do you know, the Jets are equally as bad right now. So I can't even – and the fact they're going to get probably Caleb Williams or Drake May in the draft, that'll probably sour things, especially if they immediately come out firing. But you know what? The Patriots suck. Jets suck too. So are the Patriots. Kev Chatta in chat, winning by field goal after 28 unanswered by a lottery team. Now Salah is going to use the win to get an extension. I mean, he's not going to get an extension. I mean, a contract extension, meaning we already know he's going to be back for next year. I don't think there was a point in firing him. It wouldn't be a very attractive job to candidates because you'd have basically a playoff. Uh, you have, you'd have to make the playoffs. You would have to work with Aaron Rodgers, who can be very prickly to people that he doesn't know particularly well. Not an ideal situation, but the Jets got to win as we welcome in Justin Freed, a co-host at the Jet Press Podcast. I've, as I've already eloquated, Justin, I'm kind of mixed feelings on this just because, you know, it hurt the draft position, but it's also a game that you just straight up can't lose if you're the Jets. Like, this is a team that you just got to beat by hook or by crook. And they did it. So I, I know the defense kind of again, but they were strong early on. Say ether. Let's hear your thoughts. Oh. Well, oh, can you hear me? Yep. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Okay. Great. Uh, I, we're we're obviously in very different environments. Christmas Eve. We are trying to work through this. But anyway, I mean, first of all, uh, Merry Christmas, Mike. Merry Christmas to everyone in chat, uh, because. Yeah, that's what's most important. Uh, I don't know, man. Look, that was a rough. That was a rough game to watch. Uh, I will say, I remember on the the pregame show on Wednesday, me saying that I wanted this game to be as silly as possible, as ridiculous as possible. I wanted to see turnovers. I wanted to see fumbles, drops. Man, we got that. We got Looney Tunes fumbles. Jamison Crowder throwing the ball in the air because he was scared. Thomas Morstow was gonna hit him. All this that was stuff. one of the funniest plays, purely yeah. from a comedic point of view. Like it literally, like you could hear the whoo sound effect. Yeah, it's amazing. It's funny. It it's so funny to watch it back because you just see him. Like it's a great return, and you're like, oh damn, this is you know good for Jamison Crowder revenge game, whatever. And then he just throws the ball in the air, like he bobbles it, and then panics or whatever because he bobbled it. Uh, my narrative that I'm pushing is that Thomas Morris that just scared him, scared him to death that he saw Morris and he's like, oh my God, he's going to hit me. Let me just throw the ball, make a business decision. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I will say from, from that perspective, it lived up to expectations. That's for sure. Uh, look, I'm not, I'll be completely upfront about this. I don't know what you said, Mike, but I, I was rooting for the Jets to lose this game. If you want to root for them oh, to win, the that shame. is shame. Sorry, man. Like if you want to root for them to win, that is good for you. I'm happy for you. If you want to root for them to lose, that's also good. Don't please fandom. This is a Let team you just gotta like just for self-respect reasons, you gotta beat this team. The other teams, like, no. all right, but like Washington, you gotta come on. <laughs> so here's the here's the thing. As much as like I agree with you, and I said this on Twitter too during the game, that if they were to lose this game, as much as I did want them to lose the game for draft positioning, if they lost this game. This would have been one of the most embarrassing losses of Robert Sala's Jets tenure, and that is saying a lot because this man has had a lot of embarrassing losses. If you blow a 20-point second-half lead to the Washington Commanders, I, I, I know I would, I would like to say there's no coming back from that, but there is coming back from that because he's already guaranteed to be here next year. Um, so I guess, you know, for the sake of the players, I'm happy they did well. Garrett, Garrett Wilson was great. Brees Hall was great. 
Is he a band of candle look good? What a shock. He, Looks he like he should have got Yes, it's Brees Hall's probably his best game of his career. Brees Hall. I completely, yeah, I think he had 10 catches, 11 catches. Ridiculous. Well, um, he was great. I mean, the, 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 as much as the defense, you know, I, I kind of let them back into the game in the second half. Jacoby Brissett started playing well. We still had great games from people like Sauce Gardner, Quincy Williams. That was fun, and I'm happy for them. Unfortunately, draft position-wise, this definitely does sting. It's not Trevor Lawrence levels. It's not Frank Gore levels, but it is – it is a significant loss. You know, it, this, if they lost this or if they won this game, uh, they or I'm sorry, if they've lost this game, I'm mixing up the verbiage here. If they lost the game, uh, they could have climbed to as high as, I think, fourth in draft position. Now this already plummets them to nine with a chance to fall outside the top ten, I think, by the end of the week. Uh, so that's not great. That's not ideal. Well, tanking uh, also, hasn't worked either. So, I don't know, maybe not tanking will reverse the karma. Yeah, I know. Look, and obviously, that's not the end all be all. Like, I'm not saying that whoever they get at 10 is going to absolutely be worse than whoever they got at four. But in a perfect world, you want to have a better pick. And a Trevor Simeon win doesn't move me. That's my like thought as a fan. Move me because I, I can use that against the Zach Wilson truthers. Dude, so now Simeon was bad. So Simeon, I don't I think Trevor Simeon is a no, the Zach game. Wilson truthers, their only criteria is wins. So, therefore, by their own logic, they've True. been owned. Trevor Simeon is a significantly worse version than Derek Carr. He refuses to throw it 10, further than 10 yards down the field, but at least Carr can do it. Carr can actually sling a good deep ball if he wants to. Trevor Simeon can't. Like, he actually can't do it. Uh, so I, I just – I don't like watching Trevor Simeon play football. I don't – it's it's not fun. Um, Let me just throw yeah, some man. comments up for you, and I want to see how re you react to them. Sure, send me some comments. What we got? We got Ed Gumbrecht. Defense isn't elite. We're celebrating a third place finish and seeing Flacco shows how bad Sal. Like, be happy. The Jets won look, on Christmas. Look. Be happy. Ed, Ed, Merry Christmas, Ed. Merry that's Christmas, all, Ed. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say is Merry Christmas. Be be happy that the Jets have a great defense. I know you don't think they're great, but I'm telling you they're great. They're an Sauce elite. Sauce Gardner really is. Good. If I hear anybody say Sauce Gardner is even the second best cornerback in the league, I'm pitching a fit. I mean, this yeah, is and that's not to say they were perfect today. They let them back and they let the commanders back in the game. But I feel like like some of that, like the DJ look, I was I, I as much as I was rooting uh for the commanders to win this game, there were some really bad refereeing decisions in this game, really bad penalties. Uh the not the the pass interference on DJ Reed, that was an awful call. Uh the lack of pass interference, I think it was against Kalik Hudson, who was covering Brees Hall. Uh that was a terrible call as well, a terrible miss call. Um, so I think part of it's that too. And then also just Trevor Simeon's your quarterback, you know, Trevor <laughs> threw ball 47 times in an NFL game through 47 pass oh. 27 to 47. And I also should point Brock out. He throws like 24 times a game and he gets 300 yards and three touchdowns. I also, I also need to point this out. Really? What? Up you there? But, uh, Hold on. I'll whoa. move on with Kevin Chad. Uh, winning more meetings. I'll just keep going. Pat Salas winning more meeting did. Like again, be happy, man. Be happy that the Jets won. This is a time for holiday cheer. This is a time for thrills. This is a time for celebrating the good things in life. This is not like, oh, let's complain about Adam Gase. This is this is not that time. Yeah, I was you were you were totally breaking up there for I don't know if it was my connection or your connection. Again, we are in completely new environments. So this making is, it work for you guys. This is already a mess. Um but yeah I honestly I don't even know what I was gonna say. I was gonna say something but I forgot. Uh <laughs> like I genuinely forgot what I was gonna say. This is this is a mess man. Um 
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Um, but yeah, I, I look, I... Oh, I was gonna, that's what I was gonna, I remember, I remember, I got it, I got it. Uh, this would be a good time to point out that I did start the Washington Commanders defense in my semi semifinals of my fantasy playoffs. Um, so I deserve all the shame. Please shame me for doing that. Uh, Cause then the Jets scored 27 points in the first half. And I was like, yeah, this figures, I deserve this. Uh, <laughs> so I just, just wanted to throw that out there too. Uh, and then a common thread being shared by both Brian and Chat and Kev. We only won because... The commanders put Brissett in the game too late. If Sam Howell's but God, Sam Howell, God, he is awful. Yeah, look, oh I I know Jets defense, but Brissett didn't look like that against the Jets. But God, no. he just is so fidgety and panicky. Yeah. Oh my word! Like we always say, like you don't know game to game, it could be good or bad. There was no good. What was a good play that Sam Howell made? I've been a I've been a Sam Howell defender for most of this year, and I was defending him on the Wednesday show as well. But his biggest flaw, his biggest mistake, is he always tries to look for an 80 yard touchdown on every single play. He's looking to score a touchdown, and sometimes that works, and sometimes it's really fun, and he'll make great plays. But a lot of times, it leads to just either him playing himself out of an easy completion, or him taking a sack that he shouldn't have, or him forcing it. Yeah, it's it's brutal. Uh, so I I look Jacoby Brissett was obviously a lot better. Is this future Jets QB2 QB2 Jacoby Brissett? I don't know. But that was definitely a large reason that the commanders came back in this game for sure. Yeah. First. Uh, then I'm going to go to it's Josh true. Kerr. Howell's playing Andrew's future. Think of, there's a chance the Jets may have just such a whooping on Sam Howell that they end up considering like Caleb Williams or Drake May or one of the quarterbacks. Like this could have been one of those games where you're like, all right, he doesn't have it. Imagine, or imagine if they fire Ron Rivera after this, such a whooping on Sam Howell. They should. That ends his he Washington career. Freddie is honestly kind of, it, it's, it's stunning. And again, he's a great guy by all accounts. He is an amazing guy. But I mean, boy, oh boy, <laughs> boy, oh boy, was this rough. It's it's amazing he still has a job. Like he should have been fired a while ago. Kevin Chet. Because like, it's it's clear they're already firing him anyway. 
Kevin Chat. Kevin Chat. I imagine Howell versus Zach overtime in a zero-zero game. I mean, the way, like, the way things have been going, surprise me. I, oh my word! So, Justin, is there anything? <laughs> is there anything like you could take away from this game going into next year? Yeah, our, our, I feel like our internets have, have swapped because normally I'm the one with the shitty internet, but now I'm here and I'm like, this is great. Uh, <laughs> I'm a dad, man. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, it's all good. Um, takeaways? Like Look, for next year? Like anything? Yeah. You can... We already know that this regime is going to be back in 2024. We already know Joe Douglas will be back. We know Robert Sala's will be back. It sounds like Nathaniel Hackett's going to be back. So I'm glad that the Jets with this regime that we hope, we hope that this team and this regime is going to be good enough to win a Super Bowl next year. That's the hope. That's what the Jets are planning on. I'm just glad that the regime that we're counting on to potentially win a Super Bowl didn't blow a 20-point second-half lead to the Washington Commanders. That's a good takeaway for me. <laughs> that's a positive takeaway. Brees Hall's great. Garrett Wilson's great. You obviously got to figure out the offensive line, but obviously there's plenty of great pieces and, and, and key players on defense that are sticking around. Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, Michael Carter, I thought had a great game as well. Quincy Williams, one of his best games that he's had this year, and that's saying a lot. So I'm glad that those guys all played well. I'm glad we got to see guys like Israel Vanakanda get snaps because it's amazing to me. Every time I see him on the field and touch the ball, I don't know how they couldn't find a role for this guy earlier in the season. I just don't get it. The excuses are sure. Uh, like, I don't think they trust his contact balance running inside the tackles. They clearly don't trust him as a pass blocker. They, they, they think he might have ball security concerns. Sure. But guess who's bad at all of that? Dalvin cook. Uh Oh, Mike's gone. Uh, <laughs> this is a total mess with, with the internet connection, but anyway, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how they couldn't find a role for Israel Vanican earlier in the season. I'm glad that he, he was able to get some snaps. I'm glad he was able to be out there. That's cool. Um, Carter Warren, I think he held up fine and, and all right at right tackle. Mike's back. That's great. Uh, I'm glad that that happened. I'm glad we got to see stuff like that happen, but I'm not particularly happy that Trevor Simeon won a meaningless game for the Jets. That doesn't move me, but I am happy that Brees Hall did well, Garrett Wilson, and that this regime, this current regime that will be back next year, didn't blow an embarrassing lead uh, to one of the worst teams in the NFL who will almost assuredly have a new coaching staff and a new regime next year. That's my takeaway. I mean, I don't know. I'm at least happy. Like, I, looking at Vince, I'm just happy that all the guys that are going to be here next year, like, at least played well. I know the second half got a little screwy at the end, but I mean, all the guys, you know, Sauce was great. Reed had that horrible penalty. And yeah, there's 14 penalties. That's unacceptable. But also, when there's 14 penalties, like, I find it hard to believe that that's just all on poor coaching. You know, like, that, some of that is. Some of that is just outside the bat. That's just the refs being a little, little too trigger happy. In my I mean, opinion. Robert Sala is not telling Mekhi Beckton to hold. Like he's he's just not telling him to do that. I don't think Keith Carter is telling him to do that. I don't think Nathaniel Hackett's telling him to do that. He's just doing it. You know, there's there were a lot of penalties in this game. Obviously, you know that that lends itself to being all oh, the Jets are undisciplined. But a lot of times, it's just on the players. A lot of times, the players are just not good enough. Um, I will say I, one other takeaway that I have from this is, and this is a, again a draft position takeaway. Uh, this loss, I would say, makes it more uh, – this win, I'm sorry. I keep in my head, I'm like, they lost because I didn't want this to happen. Uh, I would say this makes it more likely that David Bakhtiari is your week one starting left tackle in 2024. That would be one of my takeaways. And I, I don't like that. I'm not happy about that. But there's probably two left tackles in this draft right now that you can realistically be like, all right, we're plugging and playing definitely week one starting left tackle 
That's Joe Alt, Olu Fushanen. So a couple other guys in that mix. I mean, I know Marius Mims is more of a right tackle. Like, there's a few guys in that mix, but those are the two guys right now, and a lot can change. But right now, that's what I would say. This win really makes it difficult to get one of those guys, especially because they don't have a lot of draft uh, draft capital to potentially move up. They're just going to be stuck where they are unless they you know, they could trade down as well. Hopefully, it's not another Broderick Jones situation. Yeah, who knows? I mean, well, the Broderick, obviously the Broderick Jones situation was like it was different because I mean I don't think the Jets were going to take him anyway by all accounts. But yeah, like I, I would say that it's it's more likely that Bakhtiari is your week one left tackle. Uh, hopefully, you would have security behind him, but. That's my line of thought. That's my thinking. And then maybe, maybe that means you can go wide receiver in the first round instead. Or you know what? No one in Jets. Maybe they just go another edge rusher. Who knows? Justin, I have a special guest. Do you mind if I bring on a special guest? You warned me ahead of time that this might be happening, and I am all for this. Please. It's the holiday season, so we wanted to show off one of the biggest Jet Press fans. We got my younger brother, Dominic, who's going to be eight years old. On December 31st, he's a Jets and a Lions fan. Those are his two teams. And he just started playing football. I got to say, he's probably the best receiver on his flag football team. So this guy is qualified. That's what he's talking about. So, Dominic, really quick, what are your thoughts on the Jets season so far? Um, well. You think they're good or bad? Um, I think they're good. (laughs) Okay. We're not we're not that happy with them. Well, I know, but still. Like you're a Lions fan. How different is it watching the Lions versus the Jets? Well, it's different. Because they actually score points, right? <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you were on the Jets, if you were a coach, what's one thing that they need to do more going into next year? Um, I think they um need to get a new like quarterback, like draft a new quarterback. See, that, that's what we're thinking. We're saying, do you draft a guy? Do you bring another guy back? Oh, here's another great comment, Dominic. We got a guy, Kevin. He says, "You, Kevin says, you should be the next offensive coordinator, and you should call the plays because yes. the current guy is terrible. Hmm. What do you 100%. think? Well, I think they just need to um, improve on their offense. I We've been saying that oh, for how long? Because I remember Dominic's a gambler. Every time it's like fourth and two and three, he wants to go for it. Like you're always like the aggressive guy. And you say the Jets are the analytics. He's an analytics guy. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> I think they should run the ball a little more. I mean, Brees Hall's good. He's like one of your favorite guys on the Jets, right? Yeah. Him and him and Garrett Wilson, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I will say too, because he it's funny watching him watch the Lions because he gets so excited, and then the Jets come on, and it's just like, uh, who just, got? Who, wait, Mike, I have to ask, who got this kid into the Lions and Jets? Why would anybody do this to him? This is this is child abuse. Well, well, we Dominic, how'd you how'd you pick the Lions and the Jets? Well, the Jets, Daddy kind of made me pick so. Oh, it's a good dad. The good Lions, dad. I picked them on Thanksgiving because they play every. Oh. Um, and he like he likes Jared Goff. He likes Amon Ross St. Brown. I and better, uh, that, better that than the Lions or than the Cowboys. You know, I'd rather be a Lions fan than a Cowboys fan. I mean, Cowboys win a little bit more, but I don't no, know. No, no. But like in terms of like being a part of that fandom, I'd rather him be a Lions fan than a Cowboys fan. The Lions have a better record than the Cowboys. Ooh, talk that smack. Ooh, talk that smack. you'd be, you'd be good on one of these shows. You're a good smack talker. 
They are eleven and four, and then the Cowboys are ten and four. They are eleven and four. Cowboys are ten and four. I mean, the, the proof's in the pudding. They just clinched the uh, the NFC North. Congratulations. Yes, they did. For, they just won the division, Dominic. Yes. <laughs> Live reaction to Dominic finding out his team won the division. That's great. Really quick, Dominic. I think we're going to go head back downstairs soon and enjoy Christmas Eve dinner with the rest of the family. So do you have any last thoughts on the Jets season, on football this year? Because actually, I think looking at this kid, I think he wants to be a receiver because he plays flag football. He's a pretty good receiver. Although – He's a little diva because he I was talking to him the other day and he was complaining about his quarterback holding the ball too much. Yeah. Ooh. He like he holds it for like a whole minute and then he throws it. Is he, is he playing street ball with Zach Wilson? What's going on? It sounds like Zach Wilson. It sounds like Zach Wilson. That was a low blow. I'm sorry. Sorry to the Zach fans. Sorry. I mean, he's he's not a Zach Wilson truther. He doesn't like him, so wow. He stinks. So yeah, he stinks. <laughs> wow, dude, he sounds like us. This is crazy. Yeah, you, <laughs> the you offense needs to be better. Zach Wilson stinks. This is basically an episode of our podcast this year. It, it is. So <laughs> I think with that, because it was a pretty low stakes game, all things considered, between two eliminated mm. teams, and we both got Christmas dinner waiting yeah. for us. I think it's time to sign okay. off for the Jet Press podcast. We will be back on Wednesday, I believe, if we're still going to do a Wednesday show. Yeah, I think we should be for before the Thursday game too. So. Yep, and then we're gonna be, and then we're gonna do a Thursday night game against the Browns. So as always, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, wherever it may be. You get your podcast. We're on all those sites, YouTube and TikTok at the Jet Press for both. Justin, you can take us home. I, I can I just say I appreciate how how Dominic was at a loss for words with this team, and I understand that completely. Dominic, I'm at a loss for words. We're all at a loss for words with the Jets. Uh, it's it's been a rough season, but hopefully. Here's to a better 2024, not just for the Jets, but for all of us. For the Jet Press podcast, that would be really cool. This poor kid uh, hasn't seen a playoff game yet. Let's get him a playoff game. Like the Jet Press has, as the I said this before on the show, the Jet Press is the only fan-sided site that has never written about a playoff game, which is truly insane. So maybe, hopefully, next year, if we're good, if we're on Santa's nice list, then maybe the Jets will get a playoff game. That's what I'm wishing for for Christmas. Santa, make it come true. For anybody who's here watching this with us, uh, I, first of all, why? Go enjoy Christmas with your families. That's what we're about to do. We're contractually uh, we forced <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, we, we appreciate each and every one of you for being here, for, for being here throughout the entire year, because we launched this in the, the show in like January or whatever. So it's been almost a year, uh, which is crazy. So it's amazing to see the growth. It's amazing to see all you guys, the, the familiar faces that return every single week. We appreciate each and every single one of you that comments, that watches. Always appreciate it. Enjoy your Christmas. Enjoy your holidays. Uh, and yeah, let's let's hope for a better 2024 with this team. Anyway, with that all being said, as always, thank you all for joining us on the show today. You can follow Mike on Twitter at ByMikeLuciano. Follow me on Twitter at Justin T. Freed. Follow Jet Press at the Jet Press. I don't think Dominic has a Twitter yet, but maybe one day you can follow him as well. You'll get, you'll get one soon, right? You'll get a Twitter soon. Once he does, we'll start plugging it we'll on the show. one account, it'll be this. <laughs> we'll start plugging it on the show afterwards. Uh, you can yeah. download the Jet Press podcast wherever you get your podcast. Also, check us, out on, check us out on YouTube, TikTok. Subscribe, like, hit the notification bell. You guys know what to do. We stream live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time and live immediately following every Jets game, even on holidays, even on Christmas Eve. Thank you all for listening to Jet Press podcast. I've been Justin Freed. That's from Mike Luciano. We wish you all a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, and we'll see you on Wednesday. Merry Christmas. Any final words, Dominic? Merry Christmas. Goodbye. <laughs>
<laughs> See you guys. <laughs>